Gift Friday! You have reached episode 25 of the Ranting Weight Watcher. I am your host, Donato Russo. We got a fun episode planned for you today. It is Valentine's Day weekend. And we're going to enjoy ourselves today. We're going to talk about the power of love. I hope you guys enjoy the show. Hey, if this is your first time here and you like the show, please like, share, comment, and subscribe. If the podcast app you're listening to me on allows you to rate the show, please leave a four-star or five-star rating. Any ratings appreciated. Yeah. Aren't you glad it's Friday? You got anything planned for Valentine's Day? Don't go too crazy now. Because remember, the next year you're going to have to outdo this year. (laughs) All right, all right, all right. Let's get into this. Journey updates. All right, another bad week. (laughs) You know, it's like it was too good to be true to lose 16 pounds in in the month of January. I had to follow it up with uh, three straight gains in a row. You know, it wasn't good enough. So I gained another pound this week. So that's a total gain over the last three weeks of 3.2 pounds. Well, you might say, oh, this is not a big deal, Don. I understand. I get it. It's not a big deal in the broad scheme of things. It just, it sucks, and I'm aggravated about it, okay? <laughs> but we're going to move on. Total pounds lost in the month of, of February are non-existent because I gained. All right? Total pounds lost... Since January 2019 is 108.2. Uh, the pounds I have left to get to 277 are 10.4 pounds. The pounds left to get to the next WW milestone, which is the minus 125 milestone, that is 16.8 pounds. And the pounds left to get to my big goal, which is to lose 200 pounds, is 91.8 pounds. So on to today's topic, the power of love. It is Valentine's Day weekend. We're going to talk about what it could be like if a couple decides together, we are going to do this. We are going to pursue a healthy lifestyle together. Back in January 2019, when I was down on myself that morning, on my birthday, and I had decided this was it. Time to get moving, time to get a hold of our life and get get going. I went to my wife the next morning, and I said, this is it. We have to do something. We can't keep going the way we're going. I'm sick and tired of this feeling I have. I, I We just got to do this and be done with it. Done once and for all. So then we get into this phase of, well, what do we do? Right. And we were going through all the different, you know, there's always the fads, you know, the stuff that is popular at the moment. And we were deciding between keto, 
we were deciding uh, between Weight Watchers and I believe there was, no, I think those were the only two that we, right away we came to. And I, I was actually at the time pushing, I was thinking about keto more than anything else. Just because I saw plenty of people had results with it and it was quick results, you know, I wanted to give it a shot. And my wife being more level-headed at the time was saying, well, it just doesn't sound like something you can do for a long period of time. Flat out giving up everything that you give up on keto to do that for a long haul to get to goal and then basically to live for the rest of your life on keto it just doesn't seem like something you can do. And she asked around, and we came to the conclusion that our best bet would be going after Weight Watchers again. We had done Weight Watchers together in the past, but then we had moved to Florida, and you know, there's a big story in the middle there. So we had decided we were going to go back to Weight Watchers based on some medical advice from uh, my wife's doctor and uh, you know, a couple of other people who had, we value their opinion. So we joined Weight Watchers January 2019. From the first approach, I had this attitude change. I don't know what it was, but something in me, something deep inside me said, something feels different this time. I don't know what it is. I don't know why. But this time, something feels different. And, you know, my wife, having been on Weight Watchers a number of times in the past, she went into her mode because she's a prepper. She started planning everything out. How would she, you know, what, what are we, what are the things we're going to like to eat? You know, stuff like that. You know, we go into this testing mode of the different things that are supposed to be good choices. We want to see what do we like? How do we like it? When do we like it? You know? And so then we got it down a few weeks in, maybe a month or two in, whatever it was. We got down what we really liked. And we started with a preparation plan and, She's so wonderful at preparation and the majority of my success just comes from that alone, really, that she's so good at prepping and she's so organized and and at an insane level, she's organized. You know, there's people that think they're organized and then there's my wife who (laughs) she'll make anybody else look disorganized. And so what happened when we came together and decided to do it once and for all? There were some awkward moments. I'm not going to lie. There's going to... There were awkward moments where I felt like it's it's a known thing that men lose quicker than women for whatever reason, I don't know. But it it caused a little a few awkward moments where I was almost scared to share my result for that week because her result, I knew what her result was, but we did it anyway. We power through. And there are other moments where you know you're calling each other out because if we're going to keep each other accountable, calling you out when you're doing something wrong that's part of it right and so those that could have been awkward but it didn't it didn't it rolled off and it worked well it worked well because you can't be caught up in your feelings when you're dealing with the healthy lifestyle it has to be about truth first because if it's not about truth first what's it about we came we came to found that find that we all we we had our strengths we had our weaknesses my wife's Strength, obviously, is preparation. And my strength was analysis. What are we changes are we making? How is it really affecting us? Is it a, a, an effective thing that we've made the change on or is it not? And I'm, I'm heavy into 
data now, now that I'm exercising and everything else. Then at that time, we weren't exercising. It was just food choices, right? What does the food do to our body? After hours after eating it, how do we feel? You know, stuff like that, where if, if something bothered me later, I'd say, no, I, we can't, I can't eat that anymore because it just didn't feel right or whatever, whatever the case may be. You know, like one of my big things that I wanted to end real quickly, I noticed that, you know, because I'm on the blue plan, being in it a month or two, all of a sudden the way the way in slowed down. So I start to, you know, go into my analysis mode and came to realize, you know, because fruits are zero points, right? I was having like 10, 11 fruits a day. That I mean, you know what? I had to come to a point where I said, all right, this is not good, obviously. So... Let's change it up. What can we change some of these fruits to that's still zero points? And obviously, that's vegetable, right? So I started making some changes from fruits to ve- as, as much as I hate vegetables. Let me tell you. My wife has invented, she, and that's another one of her strengths. She has a talent for ingredients. She can make anything taste good. I hate vegetables. I hate them with a passion. I especially hate mushy vegetables when you cook them. I, I would almost rather eat a vegetable raw than cooked. And we did that for a while. And I found that I was like having some severe stomach pain in the first beginning months of my journey and came to realize that this stomach pain was coming from me eating raw vegetables. And it was the only way I liked them because they were crunchy. I hate mushy overcooked vegetables. So my wife started experimenting with roasting vegetables, which didn't make them mushy like when you boil or with steam or whatever. It, it was actually pretty good. And then she started experimenting with some seasonings. Uh, McCormick Grill Mates makes a couple of seasonings, roasted garlic and, uh, man, I can't remember. But there's a bunch of these, shake these seasonings. You know, it's a seasoning, you shake it on whatever meat you're cooking. But she decided to use it on vegetables instead. But McCormick Grill Mates makes a bunch of different types of seasoning. And instead of throwing it on meat, like what they, you know, they seem to be designed to do because you see a picture of a chicken breast or some steak on it or whatever, she was sprinkling it with some olive oil spray and sprinkling the seasoning of choice up for that week on the, on the uh, vegetables. I was like falling in love with them because not they weren't soggy. They were flavorful. It's almost like the seasoning took away the vegetable flavor. <laughs> I don't, I can't explain it. She was so good at making things taste good. I couldn't deny it anymore that I enjoyed eating the vegetable. And now sometimes I don't see that vegetable on the plate. And I'm like, Hey, it's Wednesday night. Why don't I have this vegetable or it's Tuesday night? Because I, uh, I am very much inclined to eat the same foods on certain nights of the week. So every Monday is the same dinner. Every Tuesday is the same dinner. And I eat the same breakfast and lunch seven days a week. I'm very consistent that way. I wanted to create consistency and you could, <laughs> you can bet, bet a paycheck that I definitely did that in my journey so far. If I tweak something, I tweak one thing here, one thing there. Change the different kind, you know. If it was yogurt, eh, change the flavor this week, whatever. But it, it, you understand what I'm saying. But it, it brought us together in a different way. We became a team after the same goal. Our common enemy was our health. 
We were in poor health, and uh, now we're fighting for our lives. Well, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, I'm going to talk a little more to the people that aren't doing it. So if it's the wife doing it and the husband's not, or if it's the husband doing it and not the wife, we're going to talk to them individually and then as a group. All right? So stick with me. I'll be back in a few. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for listening to The Ranting Weight Watcher. If you would like to connect on social media, we would love to connect with you. On Facebook and Instagram, search for at The Ranting Weight Watcher. On Twitter, search for at The Ranting WW. On the Weight Watchers Connect app, search for at Ranting Weight Watcher. You can also email the show, say hello or share your story with us. Send your emails to therantingweightwatcher at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. If this is your first time here and you enjoyed the show, please like, share, comment, and subscribe. We are proud to announce that the Ranting Weight Watcher has been rated number 6 in Feedspot.com's Top 10 Weight Watchers Podcasts. Click the link in the show's description if you wish to see the full list. If the podcast app you are listening with allows you to rate the show, please leave a 4-star or 5-star rating, whatever is in your heart to leave. Any rating is greatly appreciated. And now, without further delay, here is the star of the show, Donato Russo. And we are back. Thanks for sticking with me. Before the break, we started to touch a little bit about how, what the benefits are of when a husband and wife come together and decide as a unit that they are going to live a healthier lifestyle. Now, I'm going to take a few minutes and speak to the men in this world. Until a couple of years ago when I, I put my head on straight, that, you know, I, I was doing whatever the hell I wanted. When I wanted, how I wanted, where I wanted. Didn't care about anything. I'm not sure what snap. Well, I know the reason I snapped, but why now, right? So my daughter is the reason. I wanted to live longer and be around for my daughter because my father passed away when I was young and I didn't want to leave my daughter, who was even younger, in a position to not have a father so young in life. He died, my father died at 44 years old, and I am 43. So that's a big reason, I guess, you can say for my snap into reality, saying, all right, I better get something going here. If I really want to be here, then I got to put my money where my mouth is. It seems such an easy thing to take care of when we think about it. All we have to do is turn our back on the thing that put us in this position in the first place. The love affair with food has to end. It's just food. It is fuel for the body. It is no reason to die. I'm talking about leaving your spouse sooner than you have to because of a love affair with food. That's what I'm talking about here. So what? We can't eat something we like. What if we find new things to like except food? What if dropping some weight 
puts you in a position to do some things that you really always wanted to do in life. And now you think it's too late because you're too old. Bullshit. Bullshit. These are the kind of things we tell ourselves to release the responsibility for wanting to do whatever that is. You write it off in your head, oh, I'm too old to do this now. That's what you're doing. That's your way of letting go. That's your way of copping out. Whatever it is. You wanted to go camping, whatever it is. Fishing, ice fishing, sailing. Could better health make it so you could do all those things? Of course it can. And what do we do instead? Instead, we say the stupid line like, we're too old to think about that now. It's too late. Let me just sit here with my sandwich and eat what I want and be miserable for my existence until I leave this place. Seems a stupid reason to go. You got all these men that fought in wars and died for the country because they were dying for something they believed in in throughout history. And now we die of heart disease because we worship food and it's what we believe in. This is, this is the switch that we've gone through. More important to eat what we want. You're not taking that away from me. And die however you're going to die when it's something so stupidly controlled and whole other avenues of life are available if you just take a second and take a 40,000 foot view of your life. I'm talking about 40,000, the big picture. What is the big picture of your life? Because it's not worth it. Food is not worth it. It's not worth dying of a heart attack. It's not worth dealing with blood pressure medication. It's not worth dealing with developing all kinds of other medical problems because you're taking medication for blood pressure. And that's what's happening too. Don't think think just because you're on blood pressure medication that that medication is not destroying some other part of your body in the process. If if high blood pressure is easily maintained with a healthy lifestyle, why are you wasting time popping pills and ruining the rest of your body? This is real stuff here. This is honest to God truth. This is look in the mirror and see the truth for what it is. That one thing, that one thing you always wanted to do is being held back by whatever's in your plate. Does that seem worth it? Does that seem like a good trade-off? That vacation you always wanted to take, that sport that you always wanted to try out, whatever it is. Let me tell you something. It's been my goal for the longest time, and it's still my goal today. And you might laugh at it, you might think it's stupid, but it's mine. And that goal is, one day, I want to play golf. That's what I want to do. I want to play golf, and I don't want to be the guy that everybody's straggling behind because I walk too slow. I want to be able to walk an entire golf course, and I don't want to be the fat guy that everybody's waiting for to get out of the way. It's something I've wanted to try forever. I let my love affair with food hold me back way too long. I'm not saying I want to be some pro golfer. I just want to be able to play. I just want to go out there and play. And not hold people up because I walk too slow or whatever, whatever the case. That's, that's one of my dreams. Be able to walk a golf course and play. Sounds simple, but I can't do it right now. I'm closer to being able to do it now than I ever was, that's for sure. But I can't do it yet. But I will. And you can too. Whatever it is you want to do, make the switch. 
Make the change. Your love affair with food has to end. Food is fuel for the body. You're willing to drive all around town to save pennies per gallon on gas and put God knows what in that engine. What the heck makes uh, Jimmy Joe's gas station uh, 30 cents cheaper per gallon than Sunoco? But you're willing to drive across town to save the 30 cents a gallon, knowing it may be damaging your engine for all you know. You're willing to do that, but you're not willing to go the extra mile for yourself to make sure you're around longer to do that one thing you wanted to do, to get that sailboat and go sailing, to go on that fishing trip, to go get a rent an RV and go across country, cross country skiing, whatever it is, it's all possible. Just let go. Let go of the love affair with food. Now I want to speak to the ladies. I, I gave the men my peace, so now it's your turn. So now I'm going to plead with you the same way I plead with the men. These seem like very controllable issues. We can really control this with a healthy lifestyle. And to go out from any, anything like this seems like a waste, a waste of life. So just the same as the guys, if it's the one thing we can control... Why make it so that it, it is the most likely thing to kill us? I'm just, this is real talk here. Real talk, and we're laying it all out on the line today. If it's something that can be controlled, why are we wasting time being in love with food that is going to kill us? Why are we living lifestyles that, that can easily kill us because we're so attached to them. What is it? What is it about these lifestyles? What, when we really sit back and think, what really is it? What are we giving up? What are we giving up for a chance at true, true health? What are we holding on to like it's this valuable thing? And when I tell you there's strength and unity, I mean, it's, it's incredible. It's incredible to know that you have a partner who's dealing with the same thing you are, you're working as a team, as a unit, and you know what? When one starts to slip, the other one can pick them up and say, hey, no, come on. We're better than this. Let's go. Let's right this ship right now. Because it, the when you're alone, the next thing that happens when you slip up is you're dealing with guilt and shame, right? Where if you're dealing with a partner and you're, you're doing this together, one can see the guilt and shame creeping and no, 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 this is not going to happen. Let's get going. Let's get moving. Or they could stop it from it before it even happens. One of you could be lazy and not feeling like they want to walk or exercise or whatever it is. Or they, they would really just rather, you know, have that, have that chocolate cake that was left over from the birthday. And the other one could say, no, come on, we're better than that. We're doing well. Why, why are we going to mess around now? It's, it's whatever time at night. We don't need the chocolate cake today. We didn't plan for it today. Well, let's plan for the chocolate cake tomorrow. We can eat differently tomorrow so that we can have the chocolate cake. And how hard is it to say no? Is it not good reasoning? Is it not a good compromise to say, hey, you know what? You're right. We can plan better to have that slice of chocolate cake tomorrow. So let's do it. You know what? You're right. 
I am just being lazy. Let's get out there and go for a walk. The possibilities are endless. Endless when there is a constant support system between two people, especially two people in the same household where one can't hide from the other. Now, am I saying that it is impossible for one to hide from another? No, okay. When you both go to work, yeah, I'm sure there's things that can happen at work. But you know what? In the end of all of this, in the end, your results speak for themselves. So working together is just, it's, a, it's an advantage that is other, otherwise unknown to people. People doing it on their own would never know the advantages that come along with it. And you know what? <laughs> I'm going to give you two stories. One, we started this. There was, a, there was the time, our first Halloween experience, right? My daughter had gotten a bunch of candy and everything like that. And it was a couple of days later, it had gone by, and I was in the mood for a piece of candy. So I went looking for it. I went looking some more. <laughs> and I went looking some more. And I was like starting to pull my hair out. I was like, where the hell could it possibly be? I went through all the cabinets in the kitchen, all the cabinets uh, anywhere else in the house that I thought it could possibly be. So then I got to the point where I went to my wife and I said, what happened to the Halloween candy? And she looked at me and she goes, I threw it out. Why'd you throw it out? <laughs> and she goes, because you and me would eventually look for it. And uh, our daughter is too young to realize it's gone anyway. Out of sight, out of mind. <laughs> you know, so it was like she had the strength in that moment to throw out. I mean, how many people would actually throw it out? How many of us eat the candy and how many of us, never mind, just eat it. How many of us keep it until it's gone? And how many of us would have just immediately thrown it away? I mean, one or two days later. How many? I'm sure the, the numbers are few over, you know, the ratio between the two decisions. But it, and then there's, there's, well, there was one time where my wife was really frustrated. It was a weigh-in morning. We had just, you know, finished weighing in. And, and uh, this is when we were, this was before COVID and everything like that. So we had come back from the meeting. My wife was extremely frustrated. Again, the beginning of the journey. And I go into like, you know, managing mode because when, when people want to get, be angry and be frustrated, you, you, you got to let them have their moment. It's fine. It's okay to be angry and frustrated when you're not happy with the scale. I don't ever preach against being angry or frustrated because in reality, if you can take the energy that anger gives you and refocus it where it needs to go, it's got, it needs to go right back at the situation because so many people can take that anger and point it right at the fridge. You're angry at the scale and your anger is to look at the fridge and eat whatever the hell you want. Where if you could just have the discipline to guide that anger right back at the situation and attack it in a way with a passion you didn't otherwise see, your, your possibilities of success are even more so than they were before being able to steer it in that direction. So this is where, this is my mentality. When 
I'm frustrated. I let myself have that moment. But eventually I have to come to the point where I say, okay, let's refocus. How do we attack the situation with this energy? And so my wife was having her moment. This was, I don't know, three, four months in, whatever it was. And sometimes, you know, you got to, the only way to readjust a journey is to look at the truth. And I'm a, I'm a firm believer in the, the more illusion you create for yourself, the less likely you are to succeed, okay? So there, there, sometimes the solution to the problem is the simplest solution. And she's having her moment and she's flipping out. And I'm letting her do it, but I'm trying to steer the emotion back at the problem, right? Steer the emotion this way, the emotion doesn't come fixated on, oh, I might as well just eat whatever the hell I want because I'm not getting the result I want. I helped her manage the emotion in the time period. But later in the day, she's sitting here doing, it has something to do with preparing something. So whether it was preparing lunches for the week or she was making dinner that night, I can't remember exactly the story, but there was something to do in that nature. She was cooking but I saw her picking. You may be hated in the moment, but in the end, you're appreciated. Okay? She was picking on whatever it was, ingredients that, or things that she was cooking, whatever it was. Tasting and, and picking here and there. And I said, how much of those things you just picked on did you track? How, much did end, how, much, how many points did you allot in your tracker? For those items. And she just gave me this look. And I said. You were unhappy with your scale result today. Yet. Here is one thing I can point at. That you're doing. That you would never remember. That you did. Next Saturday. If you were unhappy with that result. Now there's probably a bunch of guys going. Holy crap. He's got. He's got some set to point something like that to his wife. But it's the kind of personality I have. If we're going to forget what we do, we're going to go and repeat the same history over and over and over again. And we're going to end up yo-yo dieting for the rest of our lives because we can't see the trends when they happen and make the corrections when they happen. We don't want to believe bad of ourselves, so we just go through it blindly. But when there's someone else there to help, we got to have the, the comfortability to say, hey, listen, there's accountability here that says there's a correction here that needs to be made. And I'm not doing this in a malicious way. I'm doing this in a way where we can make the correction and get the result you want in seven days. And sometimes that involves calling a spade a spade. And let me tell you, the worst thing you can do when, if you're talking to me directly, the worst thing is you can say, well, Weight Watchers doesn't work. It didn't, or even you could say it didn't work for me because I would argue that it would work for anybody, anybody who followed it properly and followed the core values of the plan. It would work for anyone. And you know, People say I missed my calling because you know what? I could get 
in an argument with anybody and I could be prosecutor or I could be defense attorney. I could dance between them. I could be either one with a passion you would never understand for the subject matter. I mean, we could be talking about over or under, how do you mount the toilet paper? And I could argue that like any any famous attorney, you, you put them in a courtroom, you, you give me that, whatever that is. I am that guy. I could be equally prosecutor or, uh, or defense attorney in any given situation. And I could do it with a passion that is unmatched in most people I argue with. <laughs> Except, you know, people within my family, because this was like a sport. In my family, arguing was like a sport. Happened mostly during holidays and everything else. Like my, my father growing up, my, my father and my uncle <laughs> would sit at the dinner table. It would be Thanksgiving, Christmas, whatever it is. They'd be sitting at the dinner table. The, the dishes are cleared and we're, we're in that relaxed mode between we just finished dinner. Now, you know, in a little while, they're about to put out some fruit and some desserts and coffee and all this stuff. And they'd be sitting at the table and I'll never forget this. And they'd be passionately arguing, which is better Cadillac or Lincoln? Who's got the best car insurance? I mean, you name it endlessly, endlessly. And you know, me and my brothers, we kind of go, we have taken that to the next level. And it's like, uh, uh, which is better Android or Apple? I mean, it has, it has taken a turn and in the the definitely the passion for arguing and in debating has passed on to the next generation for sure i almost feel sorry for my daughter because she has nobody to take that on with and i'm sure she'll get the gene because i'm naturally a debater of everything i will question anything even the obvious things And I could see it in her now, but I'm off topic. The one thing you could say that will trigger me is tell me that Weight Watchers doesn't work. And I'll, I swear to God, I may just go off on you, especially if I know something about you. If I don't know anything about you, then the likelihood that I'll go off on you is um, slim to none. I might let you have it a little bit, but if I know what you're doing and I could show you the mirror Not only will I let you have it for saying what you said, I'll show you the mirror at the same time and I'll become like that that prosecutor that will defend the system to death. And so it took me to call her out, to call my wife out and say, hey, listen, just a few hours ago, you were upset and freaking out about your result on the scale. And now here you are putting things in your mouth that haven't made it to the tracker. And even if you tried to make them to the tracker now, what point allotment will you give them? Because you didn't measure, you didn't weigh. It's not something you could zap with the app. So let's stop doing that. It was a little harsh, but it was a correction made. And sometimes that's the best part of being a couple in it together. I got kind of uh, serious in this episode and I wanted it to be a fun episode. But you know what? We could still turn it around. (laughs) We'll end it fun. I want you guys to enjoy Valentine's Day and hope you have a great weekend. And I'm going to give a little special 
ending to my episode today. So here we go. If our lips should meet Inamorata Kiss me, kiss me sweet Inamorata Hold me close and say You're mine We I want you more and more in Amorata. You're a symphony, a very beautiful sonata, my Inamorata. See, you're my sweetheart. My love You're a symphony A very beautiful sonata My inamorata Say that you're my sweetheart, my one and only sweetheart. Say that you're my sweetheart, my love. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. I love each and every one of you. God bless you all.